From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, President Yoon Sung-yeol pledges to freeze charges for public utilities in the first half of the year to ease household financial burdens. Seoul urges Beijing to consider South Korea security concerns in the face of North Korea's threats. And the death toll from last Monday's powerful quake in Turkey and Syria climbs to more than 41,000. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. President Yoon Sung-yeol has pledged to freeze charges for public utilities such as expressways and railroads by as much as possible in the first half of the year to reduce the financial hardship imposed on the public. He also promised to adjust the scope and pace of energy rate hikes while urging the telecommunications and financial sectors to share the burden of inflation. Our Kim Soyeon has more. President Yoon Sogil has said that while the growth in consumer prices and interest rates has subsided as of late, ordinary citizens and the socially vulnerable are still struggling. Presiding over an emergency economic meeting for the first time in two months on Wednesday, he expressed concern that a rise in heating bills and scheduled hikes in public utility fees will add to the public's burden. Yoon said that utility charges managed by the central government, such as those covering public roads, rails and the postal service, will be frozen during the first half of the year as much as possible. He also promised to adjust the pace of rate hikes for gas and electricity. Yoon also called on telecommunications and financial companies to voluntarily seek ways to share the burden imposed by inflation, underscoring the market dominance they enjoy as industries with public roles that in turn increase their influence over household finances. He also seemingly criticized the Moon Jae administration by noting that the recent increase in the burden imposed by energy and utility fees is not free from correlation to the previous government. Denouncing policies based on populism or ideology instead of science for leading to public suffering, the president said his administration will prioritize people's livelihoods in all policy matters and ask for cooperation from provincial authorities as well as the private sector. Kim Soyeon, KBS World Radio News. Following President Yoon Sung-yeol's call to ease public financial burdens, the nation's top three mobile carriers said on Wednesday that they will provide free mobile data to their customers next month. SK Telecom will allow their 3G, LTE, and 5G users aged 19 and older to use 30 gigabytes for free in March. KT Corporation promised the same benefit for its customers, while LGU Plus said it will double the mobile data supposed to be given to subscribers under contracts during a month-long period. Meanwhile, the city of Seoul also decided to hike subway and bus fares in the second half of this year instead of April. The South Korean government has pressed China to take into consideration Seoul's reasonable security concerns in the face of North Korea's persistent missile and nuclear threats. According to the South Korean embassy in Beijing on Wednesday, Ambassador Cheng Jae-ho issued such a view in talks with China's vice foreign minister Sun Wei-dong earlier on Tuesday. Some observers believe that the comment was an attempt by the ambassador to keep China in check in anticipation of Beijing taking issue with Seoul's response measures to the North's nuclear and missile threats, including the deployment of U.S. terminal high-altitude area defense batteries. China, on its part, indirectly expressed discontent over Seoul's siding with Washington on its decision to shoot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon. 
On its official website on Wednesday, the Chinese foreign ministry said that during the meeting with the South Korean ambassador, Soon expressed hope that Seoul will make an objective, rational, and fair judgment with regard to the latest Sino-U.S. flashpoint. China will resume issuing short-term visas for South Koreans after Seoul restarted its short-term visa program for Chinese nationals in light of a slowdown in the neighboring country's COVID-19 spread. On its social media account on Wednesday, the Chinese embassy in Seoul said the visa issuance will resume on Saturday, four days after Seoul made the equivalent move for Chinese travelers. Beijing had suspended its short-term visa program for South Koreans on January 10th in apparent retaliation for Seoul's decision eight days earlier to pause short-term entry and require PCR tests be taken 48 hours prior to departure and after entering for travelers from China. China then excluded South Koreans from a program allowing travelers with a layover in China to stay for either three or six days before also requiring post-entry testing for South Korean arrivals after Seoul extended its travel policies late last month. You are now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. The death toll from the devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria has surpassed 41,000, according to the Washington Post, on Tuesday. The total combines the official death toll of 35,418 from Turkey announced by President Recep Tayyip Erdogan and deaths compiled in Syria's government-controlled areas reported by the Syrian Arab News Agency, as well as fatalities in Syria's rebel-held regions tallied by the UN Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs. Earlier, the Associated Press and the AFP said the combined death toll from the two countries has approached 40,000, but the Washington Post report said the figure has exceeded 40,000, quoting a larger Syrian death toll announced by the UN office. Compiling statistics in Syria is considered a challenge due to the country's long-running civil war. A Seoul court will decide whether to issue a warrant to re-arrest Kim Manbei, a key figure in the Daejeongdong land development scandal. According to sources in the legal community on Wednesday, the Seoul Central District Court is set to make its decision following a hearing on Friday. Kim, the biggest shareholder of an asset management company, Hua Chandeyu, is accused of hiding checks worth 34 billion won, or nearly 27 million U.S. dollars, in profits in connection to the development project between October 2021 and November 2022. Kim was previously arrested in 2021 and released about a year later on charges of breach of trust and embezzlement regarding the land development project. Main opposition Democratic Party leader E.J. Myung says he does not understand the prosecution's plan to soon decide on his arrest warrant, saying that he isn't going anywhere. Speaking to reporters Tuesday, E. rhetorically asked whether the prosecution thought he was going to flee. Prosecutors investigating allegations linking the opposition leader to corrupt property development projects earlier said they will decide soon on whether they should request a warrant to detain him, adding there's no need for an additional summons. On this point, E said that if there is evidence, they should just disclose it to the media. The DP chief has been questioned twice over claims of corruption with his involvement in development projects in Daejeongdong and Wirei in Songnam, Gyeonggi province that began during his term as the city's mayor. The nation added more than 400,000 jobs in January, but growth slowed for the eighth consecutive month. According to Statistics Korea on Wednesday, 
The number of employed people stood at 27,363,000 last month, marking an increase of 411,000 from a year earlier. January recorded the smallest on-year gain since March of 2021, when 314,000 jobs were added, with the pace of on-year growth continuing to slow after peaking at 935,000 in May of last year. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index fell 37.74 points, or 1.53% on Wednesday, to close the day at 2,427.90. The tech-heavy KOSDAQ also fell, losing 14.12 points, or 1.81%, to close at 765.46. On the foreign exchange, the local currency weakened 12.81 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,282.21. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy. 